Welcome back to Bottle Water, everybody. A little bit of a late start today. The internet was acting up. It decided it wanted to do what it wanted to do, and that was not work. But you are all here today because I have Steph back for part two of our interview that we had two weeks ago. So without further ado. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me back, Tony. Yeah, I'm so glad we decided to do this so quickly, too, because there's so much to discuss. Oh, there is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we can go down a rabbit hole or we can try and stay in one lane. We'll see. We'll see where we go today. I'm not very good at staying in one lane. <laughs> I'm not either. I, I try to make things make sense for people because, you know, this is new to some people. But, yeah. you know, you you start to go, you know, squirrel. Uh, what? Oh, SUP. Yeah. Oh, wait, paranormal. <laughs> yeah. So it's really easy to do. But I really do try to do my best to try and make things make sense for people that yeah, are new sure. to the subject. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of hard too. like when you think about it, the subject is so all over the place that it's yeah. like, I mean, we have 70 years of disinformation and gaslighting by the government and now now it's all starting to come out right and the more it does the more people kind of that fringe element kind of starts to come back out and people are like well it's the tall blonde palladies and yeah yeah I mean, and yeah, gaslighting is the perfect term to use for the people who have seen paranormal or UIP where, you know, you're made to feel a certain way where, oh, no, there's no way. No, yeah, you're, you're not. Yeah. There's something not right with this person. And, you know, and now when we hold 1500 pages are out from the Pentagon and yep. videos are exposed from the military. And I mean, are we not to trust? what they're recording on their their cameras and the flare footage that's been multi-vetted by you know various people so yeah, yeah i mean uh, yeah i mean that if that is over with that is done we are in a new you know block if you will of this this whole entire subject and mm -hmm. a lot of people are newbies they're coming on going wait are this is real <laughs> like yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it, it's real it's it's yeah it's really it's cool to be a part of it right now it is. It's it's so cool to be to see like how everything kind of goes down and yeah. Although there are some lulls in information coming out, and if you're new to UFO Twitter, you like in the last two months you've seen that when no information comes out, people just start bickering with each other. Yeah, no. not a good look. <laughs> No, not a good look, guys. It's okay. Just calm, just, calm down. Yeah, and, and just remember that that's all of Twitter. All of Twitter is like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, that, that platform, yeah, where people like to say, you know, two sentences and just get it all out. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I understand, you know, where people are coming from. You know, they're projecting and they're just, they're upset. You know, we've been mm -hmm. lied to. This would be the first of the internet's just hating on us today, guys. Steph froze. She looks like she's mid song, she's like got her arms out. So I'm sure everybody is well aware. Oh, I do have to put out. I I have my iPad on and I just <laughs> I am mid song. I'm like, hey everybody. Like, hey. <laughs> Let me turn that on. I'm like, hey everybody. 
we are here to tell the truth. Yes. Yes, okay. we are. All right. Let me turn that one down. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's a lot going on. And I do want to point out before I forget, mm-hmm. because I will, um, it's not, it's probably going to be the first or second weekend of next month. I won't be doing a show. I don't know which one yet, but it's going to be one of those weekends. And in the future, I'll tell everybody why. Like, I'll do a post on Twitter or something or drop a small video. You you will not be? I will not be, no. Okay. So, hmm. It's what I told what I told you about yesterday or the day before. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Understood. Understood. People will understand. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. It's going to happen. I just don't know when. I understand. Uh, well, I'm but, hoping uh, hoping that uh, the best for you and everything and without saying what it is. So, yeah, I understand. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, look at this. People so, do look forward to hearing from you. So, yeah, it's good to let people know, too, because they'll question it. Yeah, hey, they'll be like, you. damn it, he's gone again. <laughs> like last week, obviously, Easter. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't, well, yeah, of course, I was supposed to do a show on Easter, and uh, we moved it, and I'm glad we did. It was too wild. It was, oh, yeah. It was almost impossible. I don't I don't know if I could have got the, the like, mental capacity to talk UAP after Easter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. uh, no. So, yeah, that worked out good. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you wake up early because it's a holiday and you got to start making food and right. people are coming over and you're like, yep. oh, man. Yeah. And you're like burnt out by the time it's dinner. Yeah. Well, yeah. We hosted. So it, precisely. <laughs> like, um, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just I was like, oh, nope, not going to be able to do one. No. But uh. One thing, uh, something just came out. Yeah. What was it? Something very recent. Uh, they they sort of fired that one guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sort of. Sort of, kind of just moved him. Yeah. I've been kind of watching it, but I haven't really read any of the articles. Uh, are you talking about the this the sexual allegations and all that yeah. fun stuff? Yeah, I guess the guy was kind of a creep and people weren't too fond of him to begin with. So, you know, it was kind of like in due time, this this guy was going to show his true colors. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, how do you how do you respect somebody that gives, you know, um, you know, uh, just I, I don't know. I don't want to get into it too far, but it just seems <laughs> yeah. like some people were being favored over the others due to their their sex. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not OK. No. No, it's not. So it's never yeah. a good thing. No, it's not. Not not a good look, guys or girls. No. <laughs> the UFO community should and is a very all inclusive community. Mm-hmm. At least most of us. There are some people who yeah. are annoying, but right. try to stay away from them. Yeah, yeah, and we, you know, we were talking about how there's the these Twitter wars that go on with people that are, you know, almost just finding something to argue about. Yeah, and I don't know if it's a style of broadcasting per se, or if you're just like kind of a 
um, a gotcha type person or, you know, you've got this like anger behind you or whatever it is. Everyone has a style and you will gain the proper audience as yeah. per your style. And that's fine. That's completely fine. I don't prefer to argue. I prefer to seek the truth and data and analytics and all of the above. Sure, we'll go down the woo a bit. And, you know, yeah, for sure. We, we have imaginations here, people. You know, we, we want to, um, you know, just try to figure things out. So it does get a little bit different. But, I mean, what I'd rather that than just be completely vanilla and boring. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. it, you know, it's there's with so much that's going on and I'm actually kind of designing an experiment Nice. that I have no idea if it's really going to work or if it's going to work the way I think it's going to work in my head. Mm -hmm. But I want to take about six to nine of these EMF detectors that I found mm -hmm. that data log and give the frequency. So they data log the frequencies that it records. And I'm just logging on to my other computer to charge my phone. And yeah, I got it. I want to use it for uh, a suspected haunting. Okay. So if there's this reliably haunted place that everybody says is haunted. I can set this up in there, these six to nine EMF detectors that are data logging. Nice. And if there's something that like comes on camera, like you always see like the, the shadowy shape move through the room or like something move through the room. Yeah. If it moves close enough to the EMF detectors and it's generating an EMF field, then they should record it. And I should be able to record it moving from sensor to sensor across the room. Nice. So almost as if it's a laser in different directions. It's not just one capturing right. one image. You're capturing some movement yeah. and tracking it. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, do you have some places like this in your area or would mm -hmm. you have to travel to go? I know you're going to be traveling this year also. So, yeah, I mean, that'll be That's interesting to bring that with you also. Yeah, there's there's a few places out here that uh, look like they might fit the bill for it. Nice. And if if I can get the experiment done, just to do it, yeah, get baseline EMFs and then just have it all out there. If I catch something, great. If I don't, I'm just gonna try it again somewhere else. Right. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing is they. I feel that things don't show themselves when you're looking for it. Right. So it's almost, you know, it's it's you having to do it multiple times in order to capture what you're trying to capture. And, you know, you have a good head on your shoulders. You're going, OK, look, I don't know if this is going to happen, but there is a there's a chance that it might. So yeah. why not? Why not try? I mean, yep. yeah, that's awesome. Cool. I wish I could and go with you. <laughs> I wish that would be so cool. You know? Yeah. And and like I said, uh, I think I said it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. probably said it on Twitter, but all the data that I collect from these investigations, because I'm not a scientist, I don't know what it all means. Like mm -hmm. I, you can tell me frequencies and gigahertz and everything. And I'm like, cool, my phone's 4G. That's about as much <laughs> as I know. Like I know how XM radio works 
and I know how the internet works, but if you start throwing hertz and frequencies at me, I'm just like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not my field of study. Well, and that's okay. I mean, they sell them for a reason for people to explore, you know? Um, I would suggest bringing a Geiger counter with you also Mm -hmm. just in the event that you might capture something along the lines of, you know, radioactivity while you're trying to capture these EMF waves and frequencies, because well, one, it, you could be in danger. I mean, that, yeah. that's good to know what you're around, you know, having it that, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's like kind of like Ghostbusters in a mm-hmm. sense, you know, but I mean, it's real, it's the real deal stuff. I mean, you, you could be exposed to something that is dangerous. Yeah. So, you know, you need to know as say an investigator in a sense, what you're, you know, being exposed to, you know, the guys on Skinwalker Ranch, I mean, they have firsthand had injuries due to those, those things happening. So, I mean, I would be concerned just as a civilian going in, you know, potentially exploring that one day. I mean, that would be, that would be pretty interesting. And, um, you know, I'm sure, you know, a lot of people are, are curious about it, but I know they know they no longer allow the public you know, onto their property. And yeah, due to probably that very reason, which is, mm-hmm. you know, it's a liability. It's a huge liability. Um, you know, so yeah. Yeah. Especially with the way the world is today. If yeah. somebody, if <laughs> they just you. let anybody on there and that's like, that's the best way to get sued. Yep. Yeah. I went onto your property and I got radiation burns and Somebody else had radiation burns on here. So you knew about it and you still let us on the property. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy to make that lawsuit happen. Right. Well, yeah. And I mean, I was thinking that also in the back of my mind and yeah, yeah, people are, they're seeking, you know, some way of, you know, something. And Oh, a billionaire. Wow. 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 (laughs) My gosh. Yeah. People, people are desperate, unfortunately. And, I mean, I would do the same thing if I were them too. Yeah. I mean, if I can only get a tour yeah. of the new Tesla plant in Austin and yeah. like slip on a banana peel or something. <laughs> Let's do it together. Just like the guy with Mike Tyson. I'm pretty sure those guys were in on it together. He's like, I'll video you. You like poke the the tiger. Yeah. And then we'll get him. To, yeah. I mean, it's like <laughs> so textbook. Yeah, but yeah, know. no. Oh, God. <laughs> just getting you're, you're punched. out already. Yeah, just just getting punched in the head by Mike Tyson and being like, "Dude, let's get him to hit us." Right. Like, have you seen that dude punch people before? Right. Yeah, you know, I used to box at a gym that was owned by uh, Mike Bisbing. He was yeah. a middleweight class champion, and uh, he's the one that lost the eye, sadly. Mm-hmm. But um, total like just awesome dude, and. Uh, I think I've, I've been in some of his videos when he was like recording as he was boxing. <laughs> I'm like, what's Mike Bisbing? And he kind of owns my gym and I'm in his Instagram video, but yeah. I mean, do you want to do, do you want to upset that guy? Absolutely not. No. I, I, I watched a guy walk up to Bisbing as I'm boxing. Right. And he, he's asking him how he can get in with UFC and I'm going, okay, yeah, this is not what you do when someone's just trying to literally just train or work out. Yeah. You just don't do those things. Just like someone sitting on a plane that is like, 
you know, they're minding their business. They're patron yeah. just like you are, you know, he's on jet blue. He's on yeah. jet blue. <laughs> it's like, come on, bro. Don't do that. Don't do that. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I would, you should know and have the proper sermon to know, you know, what your place is with, uh, you know, say walking on a skinwalker ranch or trespassing. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are armed. They have firearms and yep. um, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would <laughs> not either. recommend that. <laughs> and that's always something that I think of when I watch a lot of like those urban exploring videos or. Uh, right. Because you, you have people who are just walking into places and it's like they nine times out of ten don't have, you know, permission from right. whoever owns it. Right. And two, in a lot of these areas, there's homeless people living in there. There's yeah. like it's not a place you just want to walk into and be like, I'm going to see if this place is haunted. Yeah. No. You don't want to run into a hillbilly that doesn't want you trespassing that day. Yeah. Or, or some uh, psycho meth head. That... Right. Exactly. And, um, you know, kids do silly things like that. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sure when you were a kid, you probably went into some back hills and, you know, started yeah. a bonfire or whatever. You know, I mean, we we were kids. Yeah. But, yeah, you, I'm sure they have the signage posted pretty well there. But, uh, yeah. yeah, people should be careful. Be cautious. Look for signs. You know, make sure you're on the right property and that you're allowed there before UAP hunting, Bigfoot, Skinwalker, what have you, you know, be careful. Like, and also be, be cautious of your surroundings. I mean, have a, um, you know, some sort of a, something to protect you, you know, um, bear spray, a a horn, it's a foghorn. I don't know. Just something that can, that can protect you. You know, you don't want to get hurt. So yeah, definitely definitely be careful. Yeah, but I there's a not far from me in a couple towns over there's a abandoned veterans hospital oh that is like it's completely abandoned i don't think anybody's occupied it since like 95 or 97 or something like that mm-hmm. and every time i go by it i'm like oh i want to get in there like yeah. i want to look around in there yeah but then uh I was driving by and my father-in-law was with me and I was like, that would be so cool to go explore in there and see like just what's left and everything else. And he goes, yeah, the house next to it on that property over there. I was like, yeah, he goes, that's the sheriff. And oh. I was like, Oh, <laughs> so don't go at night. Yeah. <laughs> Flashlights shining around. Well, I wonder if you can contact the city though. Or, you know, if it's an abandoned place, find out who the owner is, you know, yeah, see no, if you the... can film. You, It's easy to go to the city and get a permit to film. Because yeah. I used to do hair and makeup behind the scenes in LA, um, you know, for photo shoots, short films, commercials, just uh, mostly websites, though. But we would go into photo shoots in the city and you just you go to the city, you ask for a permit, you say you're, you know, maybe you're filming something for your school you're filming something for your uh, research, you know, Yeah. and they'll give you a permit and you won't get hassled by the police or anything like that. Just do it, do it the right way and right. you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, just watch, watch out for the, the hillbillies <laughs> and the skinwalkers. <laughs> yeah. The skinwalkers, the crumbling, <laughs> who knows what wildlife lives in there. Cause it's shelter and right. Yeah. Mountain lion bear. Yeah. Well, we do have a mountain lion around here somewhere. 
Really? Yeah. You oh, yeah. Be it's been seen a few times. Yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah. But speaking of skinwalkers, so I have an, a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because they they show up in these almost shadow being type figures. Yeah. And have you seen the video of the the woman who had the the cat that had passed away? She took a picture. She had some video of it. And then there's the literal shadow of this cat that she owned that had passed away. So, yeah, I mean, they're not just showing up in human form, which is, you know, what a skinwalker would be. So that is pretty compelling. And um, yeah, I mean, I've I've only seen the one account and then, you know, of course, heard of the show, which it's coming out, I think, is a May 3rd, I believe, May 3rd. On yeah. a history. Yeah. yeah, the the third season. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Likewise, yeah. I saw a video today. It was on TikTok, so I don't know how real it was. Because a lot of the paranormal videos on TikTok are not real. Yeah. But it was this, like, dog. At least the first front half of it was, like, a black dog. Mm-hmm. And the second back half looked like it was a cow or a horse or something weird more cow it was like a big fat animal in the back and then it was this chunky dog with this big dog head eating grass in a field and the voiceover was like this skinwalker hasn't figured it out yet because <laughs> it's like he implying know he that it doesn't yet. know which animal it wants to be <laughs> nice He's a he's a hybrid skinwalker. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird dog minotaur thing. Nice. But yeah, I so I saw that and it kind of reminded me of a theory that I have after watching the the alpaca get attacked in mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. was that season 1? Yeah, that was one of their first days too. Yeah. Yeah. Is like they said that he like Beat, had to beat the dog off with like a stick or something like that. He like picked something up and had to hit it for it to stop and run off. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, because I was looking at the wounds on the alpaca and dogs really don't leave a single slice because they don't have retractable claws. All four of those nails are going to go in and pull and their nails really aren't long enough to go through alpaca fur. And just for one of them to leave a slice that's like 17 or 18 inches long. Yeah. I was like, that's really weird. Because I've seen a lot of dog predatory behavior before in wild dogs. And I was like, what if it's just something that looks like a dog but isn't a dog? Like it's like a cloak or like a costume type thing that it's wearing but that's not what it actually is yeah i I mean this that would be the moment to have all of your cameras set up to see if you could catch the shadow you know like the hybrid animal that you saw it's like Mm -hmm. well what is it trying to disguise itself as you know it's still a mystery people come across the mutilated cows and yeah they um, have no blood to be shown and it looks like they've been you know some organs have been taken so a uh, wolf isn't going to do that because they would leave those gashes as you described that were right. longer or, you know, a dog can't do that because of the size of their nails. So you do, you go through all of these, you know, layers of 
okay, figuring out what type of animal this is that did this, or could it simply be a person that's coming out and just taunting, you know, the whole scenario of, oh, there's a TV show and I'm going to go and like, this is going to be my way of being famous by being like the person behind the scenes that does these things. Yeah. But you would think that they would have been caught on camera at this point. So that leads me to believe that there's something else going on. You know, um, I mean, yeah. do you want to lose your life over something such as that? Probably not. No, it's not probably worth not. it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. So it's just, yeah, I mean, yeah, that could very well be it. That, that That's that. Um, yeah, I'm just curious as to what they're using now to capture well, what's going on. It So that made me think a lot. So I was thinking about it and I was actually looking up um, IR scopes for one of my hunting rifles. And I was like, I really want to get an IR scope. And then I started thinking about it, how hard it is to catch the phenomenon with night vision. Mm -hmm. Night vision cameras use IR light. Oh, okay. There are several animals in the animal kingdom on earth that can see the IR spectrum. So can they see the lights coming off of the cameras at night, even though it's IR light and know to avoid it like they would normal, like a spotlight or a flashlight? In interesting. Um, you know, I mean, that's something that should be taken into account for sure. I mean, they have they have the sense, you know, I go into yeah. my backyard. There's ducks and geese and the, there's a little pond in our backyard and, you know, I went out there and fed them today. I'm like, oh, I'm going to throw some bread out. I've got, you know, whatever. I'm going to share a little bit. Yeah. But they knew when I was there, they're watching me across from across this pond. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, when I go in the house, they're, then they start to get curious. Yeah. So, I mean, I could be that, you know, hey, look, danger. Don't go around, obviously, even though they're feeding me something but I'm going to come and poke my head around later. So yeah. this is almost something that you need to almost like toy with because of that very reason. If their cognitive, you know, response is that, Hey, there's this RF radar, there's signal of some mm -hmm. sort that I know is danger, then I'm not going to poke my head around. Right. Is there a way to make that camouflage in some way? Well, uh, the only thing you, that I can think of that you could use instead of IR is thermal, but thermal doesn't really have the resolution at distance without spending a ton of money for military grade thermal systems. Okay. So, so here's the thing then, this is something that's worth putting money forth towards to research. Yeah. This is something that's worth investing into to find a connection of some, some kind. So, yeah. I mean, but, and then you have researchers such as yourself that are going, gosh, I know exactly what I need to test and try, mm -hmm. but I don't have the funds to do so. Right. You know, I mean, I know you were in the military at one point, but, you know, who are the proper people that you need to get in contact with, you know, um, yeah. that, that can say, okay, look, we've got some... I don't know. I know Avi Loeb, he's the Harvard professor and they're, yeah. they're researching Oumuamua, but um, who would be a person that you could say, Hey, look, I think you need to test this out. 
I can't afford to do this. I know right. you guys have millions and maybe billions of dollars, you know, and like, let's, let's, let's try it. Yeah. You know well, I mean? I'm, I would, I would love if Brandon could set up some thermal imaging, some high resolution thermal imaging cameras in some of the higher areas and even sort of off the property or as off the property as he can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still legally put them up so that he can monitor the property. And I think you would start to see things, especially with a high res camera, that you didn't realize are going on. Have you thought about connecting with Travis Taylor by chance? I mean, Jack James Keenan, these guys, they've all been on the ranch. You know, I know Travis is a scientist. So, yeah. you know, I, they run out of ideas too. They're like, hey, I get stumped also. We all get stumped, but there could be that one idea. Yeah. You know? I need, yeah, I need to get a hold of them. I need to, yeah. to yeah. reach out to them, try to get them on the show. Yeah. Travis, if you're listening, bottled water, Tony's the man. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. It would, it's like, like, I just see. The, the same things being done over and over again. Yeah. And regarding, mm-hmm. especially in the imaging. And it's always like, everything always just happens off camera. And right. even George Knapp brought it up where you could have a camera pointing at another camera and they the one camera, the internals are all ripped out of it, but this camera caught nothing. Yeah. And it's like frustrating. For sure. Well, I mean, what do we need to pull out some Polaroids here? <laughs> like, just continual Polaroids. <laughs> Polaroid the whole place 24-7, full-time job. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it does come down to this technology being, you know, fussed with by, um, you know, the, the, the Wi-Fi, you know, there, the cameras being shut down, you know, and I've heard this numerous times. I have so many experiencers come forward and they're, you know, they, they've told me what events they've had when they've tried to do CE5 and things like that, where they're going, yeah, my camera blanked out. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of these accounts. It's, it's a real thing that's happening. So is, does Canon have some sort of capability of say having something that's a little bit more manual again, you know, a lot of, there are some pictures from way back in the day, like the fifties that do, I think possibly look real to me, you know, you can zoom into a picture and find that it's pixelated and, you know, find that it's like just CGI or what, whatever have you. But, um, but yeah, I mean, maybe it's down to getting down to like the basics of, Hey, we're just going to come out here with something very simple, no like deep technology with it, but this is how we're going to capture images of UAP and and the phenomenon. Like, are we going to get a skinwalker? Like that could be it. You know, I mean, what do we do? That's, that's kind of why, I'm starting to point towards the thermal imaging, a Mm -hmm. high resolution thermal camera Mm -hmm. is because you can hide an IR signature. You can, there's ways to hide from infrared cameras. The military has ways to do it, but you can't really hide a heat signature, right? a hot or cold 
signature. And if you have like a square panel that's the same temperature as ambient temperature, you're still going to see that panel moving around. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to see that happening. And your heat from holding it is going to transfer into it. And then it's going to start to heat up and change anyways through, uh, through thermodynamics. Mm-hmm. But I think just why not even just try it? Give it a try. Just That's what try. I say. Just yes. Give it a try. Well, should you have a listener or someone watching today that would be able to donate something to you? Do you have a Patreon? Do you have something that someone can donate to? Oh, I have the uh, the coffee thing. That would be very cool. Go yeah, on. I mean, hey, you never know. Someone might be willing to front that for you. I mean, if I were if yeah. I were able to, I would definitely do it. You know, so I'm a big, big fan of thermal energy. I mean, I've used them with crew served weapons, and they're just so nice to have. Yeah, it's like yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's wild how um, the heat from your hands actually goes into it and uh, mm-hmm. changes it up. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm actually EPA 608 uh, certified, which is uh, commercial HVAC systems. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm certified to work on commercial heating and cooling and refrigeration systems. Nice. Part of my my army stuff that I had to do. Nice. Yeah, I'll post it when I find it. So say if you had that camera. You yeah. went to the the abandoned vet place and you were filming it next to a wall. Now, if yeah. you captured something walking across and say it walked into the wall, I know people have seen these videos. How would it capture that transition from, say, open space into, say, a you know, brick wall where nothing should walk through something like that? But these seem to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's really weird. It yeah. would on a thermal camera, they would have to leave a heat signature behind on the wall that they went through. Ooh. There Ooh. would have there would be like some Ooh. outline or something. Yeah, like almost like thing. a layer of like a yeah. remnant of their signature. Oh my gosh, yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, I mean that's Oh, it should work. Yeah. It makes sense in my mind. Yeah. Well, um, I, it makes sense in my mind too. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's just a matter of exercising those different ideas and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to, trying to, you know, see if any of your tests work, that's, that's the whole purpose of it. I mean, that's what yeah. we're doing with, with what I'm doing. This is something that, is real could be related you know i've had uap experiencers come forth and say after this happened i saw an image of my grandfather who just passed away and i just witnessed uap so that's a that's a definite trend that's happening on my end and what i you know do and i'm not saying that i am an expert you know we're not experts no one's an expert in this field because we don't know exactly what we're dealing with but um but yeah i mean it any little piece of information might come forward and you go, okay, there's a connection with this. And I know that you have been honing in on that with the paranormal and UAP and electromagnetic fields. And I mean, I'm just so like, 
drawn to figuring these things out because my, my sister was an experiencer firsthand and, uh, you know, she's, she's not into this stuff, but she's experienced a couple of things. So it, it does say, it does say something. It does lend something to the fact that, Hey, look, this person's not even into this, but they are admitting that something had occurred. You know, mm -hmm. she heard my uncle call her name and um, he had passed away. And this was soon after she had witnessed the UAP. Um, yeah. And then my brother-in-law were, were literally hanging out. I think it's Thanksgiving. And they're kind of asking about me and the whole UAP situation and what I, what I do. And, you know, I'm very hesitant to kind of dive like, divulge the information because it sounds so it does sound out there yeah. but um you know we know what we we know so i i i just like i tread lightly when i when i like start to tell people and um everything goes silent they tell i tell them what i'm doing and my brother-in-law goes i saw one in iowa on our farmland mm -hmm. and it was a green it was green and glowing almost like the the red flashing orb ones that people are describing that almost look like fire in a way yeah trans translucent almost green like your green bottled water um similar to that is what he described zoomed across the dirt road didn't leave any trail of like dirt dirt dust any kick up from the speed and it just kind of just went off into somewhere green wow green glowing kind of transparent yeah and i was like okay so that's new that's different then he proceeds to tell me that he saw his grandfather soon after that had just passed away on their property. Wow. <laughs> I'm going, all right, this is a, this is a connection and um, something that kind of rang true in my mind was, um, you know, the, 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 the crops that are being, you know, the, the crop circles and things like that. I'm thinking, yeah. are these green ones, the ones that might be doing that? I don't know. Um, you know, Deb, Deb from Calling All Beings, Deb's data dojo, she just mentioned something that the crop circles are something related to them taking energy from the earth. Um, really? This was just on today with uh, Chris Leto. So, yeah. yeah, tune into that. I found that quite interesting. But, I mean, they were on a, a farm in Iowa and this thing was green and it blasted past. I mean, is this something that has something to do with that? I don't know much about the crop circles. I kind of like click the next page because I'm trying <laughs> to focus on certain things. Yeah. But it kind of came up. So yeah, with the paranormal, but so many things guys, so many things. Yeah. And I'm getting ready to, as I get gear and get set up and try to figure out what it is I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going to be setting up a local uh, page and like the, probably like a 50 mile or 60 mile radius and mm -hmm. uh one of those youtube or not youtube one of the uh, uh facebook community things mm -hmm. and just put it out there looking for paranormal stories or uap stories well, i'll say ufo because nobody around here knows what a uap is <laughs> but just to put the feelers out because people are probably going to look at it and go yeah whatever but somebody's going to look at it and go, I am tired of whatever this is happening to me. And if they want to know about it and they have access to these people, then they'll contact me so that I can, you know, get more information. I just realized she froze again. <laughs> That's funny. 
So she will be back very shortly. But I know she can hear me. So as you can see, scrolling down here is the uh, hey. oh, she's back. I'm catching up on the iPad. Okay. So more information. I just realized she froze again. Aliens. <laughs> That's funny. So uh, she will be back. I'm back. Sorry back. about that. I don't know what's going on here. I mean, maybe you do. Maybe maybe we're capturing data right now. We could be. It yeah. could be interfering with the uh, signals somehow. Well, but it's that, kind of like weird. how we talked about uh, two weeks ago. We were talking about the uh, the UFOs having to physically manipulate the circuit boards in the nuclear missile silos and everything. Mm-hmm. So they could be doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Very well maybe doing that. It's like, it's it's so abstract to us. It's such an abstract thing because we don't know what it is. Yeah. And all we can do is do what we're doing. <laughs> like, like, don't yep. know how else to explain it. It's like, uh, but, but so many different um, people coming forth with different information, I think it's going to lead to some, something sooner. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. We're in the beginning stages, so, you know. And I think one of the one of the good things to understand is we don't know what we don't know about what it is or isn't. Right. So when you take that approach and you don't take the, no, that idea is dumb, and really open your mind to the possibilities of what this could be and, you know, how to approach it. Right. Because if you don't know how to approach it, which we really don't, but we know that we should have a Geiger counter on us to detect radiation because we know that there's these physical side effects that are happening. So we need to be able to protect ourselves and be able to get out of there or something like that happens. So that's one part of it. We know that it does that. Now we need to build upon that and find out more from it. Yeah, well, I agree. And I think that you understand the safety aspect from it, also mm-hmm. coming from your background. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I if we decide to dive deeper into this and actually, you know, you, you are going to go out and um, do like physical research, you're going to actually go out there and put your, yourself out there yeah. or who knows what the potential risks are involved. But yeah, you need to be alarmed and alerted in some mm-hmm. form or fashion before going and doing that, you know, because yeah. you could potentially get hurt. You know, the um, badges that radiation techs wear, that's yeah. to show what what radiation have I been exposed to today? Yeah. You know, they wear them for the protection of their life, you know, and you don't want to mess with that. I mean, that's... <laughs> You do not want to mess with your your health no. if you don't have to. You know no. there there are risks involved. Yeah, especially with radiation. Yeah, because it just does nasty things to you. I know. And in different ways than different other different things could. I mean, going like if I ever went to Skinwalker Ranch, 
radiation would probably be my number one concern. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the list would be weird creature just coming out of nowhere or or seeing a light entity or all the number of things that have happened there. Yeah. And being like, ooh, I'd really love to see that. Right. Maybe not, though. Right. But I feel like you would be the right person to do that. And I do, too. And I have the same feelings also where I'm going, oh, my gosh, I'm so curious. I want to know and I want to see firsthand because that's just who you are as a person. And that's definitely how I am. So but I think you're all you also would be prepared. You know, I think that that's that's what you need to go in with is like be prepared for the unknown because we don't know what we're dealing with. And um, yeah, I, I, uh, I have a bow. I'll bring my bow. You know, does that penetrate a skinwalker? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I know you've got other things too. We will have to mention that, but I've seen you, I've seen you practicing. (laughs) Unloading a hundred (laughs) dollars worth of ammo in 10 seconds. How come it's so expensive? Why? Why is it so expensive? (laughs) So I, and the video with the AR, (laughs) Grab the wrong magazine. Uh-oh. I have I have target rounds that I use, and they're just like a dollar something around, or less than a dollar around. And I have more serious rounds that are um, green tip penetrating rounds. Mm-hmm. And every round that I fired in that clip was a green tip. And I was like, oh, and I realized it because I hit one of the metal targets and it went straight through the one inch target. And I was like, oh, I just spent so much money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, that's why, you know, there's an indoor outdoor. So, but yeah. And I presume that there's nothing behind your target because that could nope. be bad. <laughs> Trees and more targets. That's good. Yeah. I, I actually helped set that range up. It's, we cool. set it up really cool. Each, uh, each set of targets has two, they're about 24 inch thick uh, tree trunks behind them. They're about 24 inches thick. There's two of them. So there's four feet of tree trunk deep and they're three feet wider than each target Nice area. So yeah, it's very, very well secured. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan of, you know, I'm not anti by any means, you know, it's a different challenge to pick up. Some people use it for protection and um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think that that's wonderful. It's like, why wouldn't you want to try and challenge yourself with something new or, you know, if you, you know, where you came from your background, of course, you're going to know how to, to utilize a firearm properly. So I would hope so. Yeah, I would hope so too. So but yeah, that that's uh that's pretty cool. I actually might be going to the range soon to just practice, just target practice. Cool. Yeah, yeah. See, and I've never shot a bow and arrow outside of I think like high school gym class, like mm-hmm. once for like 20 minutes. They're like, here's a bow, here's an arrow, shoot that target. Uh, yeah. Okay, we're moving on to shot putt. Oh yeah, you need to try it. Um, I have a compound bow, and uh, there's sights on it, and um, you have like an actual release that you wear on your hand, and you know it's a release is what it is, mm-hmm. and 
it's just, it's, it's awesome. I mean, some people obviously use them for hunting. I'm, I'm clearly not going to do that. I'm not trying to hurt any animals, guys. If you, if you see me with the bow, that's not my intention, but, um, but it is actually like a, it, it's a different challenge. Yeah. And I, I when I shoot, I, um, shoot bow, um, I find peace in it in some way. It's just very, you know, you feel like this is what, um, you know, people were doing to capture food way back when. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's a, uh, it's neat. It's more um, manual to do something like that. You're using right. your entire body to um, get, get your, 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 your target and mm-hmm. yeah. Challenge yourself in a different way. I recommend it. Definitely try it. Rent one and see how you like it. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely going to do that. I saw yeah. a video on, I think it was fail army. Okay. I think it was fail army. This dude's got his compound bow and he's got his release mm-hmm. and he hooks it and he's pulling to draw back. Oh, and yeah. he, I guess he kind of, he hit the release as he was like midway pulling it back and just socked himself in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I could not stop dying. <laughs> I was laughing so hard at that. Whoops. <laughs> that was like a... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get um, injured. I had a huge bruise on my forearm because I didn't have a guard on the first oh, the, the first time that I was string. shooting. Yeah, so the string was whipping my arm. I had a long sleeve shirt on. Next thing you know, there's like an egg like <laughs> shape under my arm. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna have to do something about that because I, I don't mess around when I do stuff. I mean, I I try a new, a new challenge. I'm I'm going full throttle. So mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, wear wear your guard. Yeah, don't whip yourself in the face. (laughs) That would not be fun. And yeah, you can actually, it's detrimental to like the string on your bow too, because if you whip it, it sends out all the energy throughout your entire mechanism. And I mean, you you have to take your bow to the shop to get re-strung. So yeah, it's not, and it's not cheap either. You, you, it it costs money, guys. So yeah, don't, don't do that. When I when I first got my my shotgun and took it out, it was like the first time I had shot a a shotgun in probably two or three years, and I was just so excited. I was like, "Yeah, I got a Mossberg 500. I'm gonna go shoot my Mossberg." And I had a bunch of three inch Magnum buckshot loads and a bunch of uh, two and a half inch magnum loads and i fired three boxes of each and i was just sitting there doing one then the other then one then the other and just shot all these shotgun shells and i wake up the next morning and my whole shoulder is black yeah just from because i shot somewhere around 150 or, or 175 that's a lot 12 gauge rounds that's a lot of energy <laughs> yeah so my whole shoulder is like purple and just nasty and i'm just like why does my shoulder hurt my wife goes because you shot your damn gun all day dumbass and i was like oh yeah that makes sense that was fun yeah that was awesome wow yeah that's a lot of energy though and tapping on your shoulder yeah it definitely is well i i can tell you right now if either one of us were in that position we would be armed (laughs) yes we would be armed yeah i mean and you don't want to hurt an animal that's that's the thing at the end of the day you don't want to hurt an animal but you need to protect yourself right 
from the elements. You don't know what's out there. I mean, you could be attacked by a mountain lion and yeah. you know, there, if there's a way for you to scare the animal off first, then do that it. would be the way to do it. Yeah. You do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, can't, you can't walk around in a bubble un, until no. yeah, it's like invented. So and generally like if it's a mountain lion, Mm-hmm. you've got a little bit of time as long as you're not in an area where like your back's to a tree if your back's to a tree and it's up in the tree it's coming down on you right if you're like in an open area it has to run at you they mm-hmm. typically don't hunt like that but if you're if they have cubs nearby or something a mama yeah. mountain lion will come at you but she'll announce herself she'll they do that weird mountain lion scream thing and Mm-hmm. They bat their paws and make themselves look bigger and kind of hop and do a bunch of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. So in that situation, you just slowly back away. Make mm-hmm. yourself look as big as possible and just slowly back away. Never turn your back on a predatory animal. Yeah. Good information, guys. Good information. Never turn your back on a predatory animal. Yeah. yeah. At one point, my mom, she was on my grandma's property. And this is the property that we had um, seen the UFO. So we were out against a riverbed. And uh, there, it was very dark. But um, a dog had come after my mom. And she was solo. Yeah. But she did the whole, I'm going to make myself bigger. It was mm-hmm. beelining right for her. And sh- she did the whole, you know, make myself bigger. Dog turned around, whimpered away. I mean, it wor- It really does work. Yeah, it does. I mean, if we can like help somebody from this conversation, that 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 is a way to to scare an animal off. But yeah, a predatory animal like a you know mountain lion that's different. You need to you know be very methodical about your approach and how you decide yeah. to you know slowly maneuver yourself away. So yeah, nature is no joke. Nope. <laughs> Which is why you know I always say that if you find yourself in grizzly bear country. Don't be alone. Mm-hmm. And if it charges after you, you're kind of screwed. So they they did a study and they found that the best way to protect yourself from a grizzly bear charging at you is with a 10 millimeter handgun and bear spray. Okay. Because okay. a 10 mil probably won't kill it, but the yeah. bear spray plus the noise and the impact of the rounds is going to make it just go away. It's going to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't and we do not want to hurt animals. Hi, Akashi. Hi, Akashi. What's up, girl? She's gonna be at the UFO Disclosure Symposium. I know. I heard yes, from someone. <laughs> I heard. Yeah, an alien girl will be there. Alien girl one one one. And um, Lynn Wallington. Nice. So yeah, and I know you guys are gonna go on the VIP tour, from what I've heard. So there's gonna be, uh, yeah, there's gonna be a tour up at Blind Fog Ranch. It's just really cool so i guess that's that's like one of the added perks from buying a vip but other than that i mean i mean we're here for information and viewing the the flare footage and it's gonna be fun yeah it's gonna be awesome hanging out with everybody and seeing all the familiar faces but uh there's gonna be a great exchange of information you know avi Loeb will be there um Jim Sagala, Chris Leto, uh, you know, and everybody brings something different to the table. And like yeah. James Keenan, he is an investigator, researcher, author, and I'm sure some of you have read his books. And yeah, I mean, it's just like a really, really kind of cool 
that lineup that they've they've got together. I'm oh, like, yeah. how did they do this? This this is gonna be cool. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. I really want to go. And yeah. my wife said the other day, she's like, Well, if you really want to go. And I was like, well, I kind of already said I won't, but she's like, just think about it. So now it's, now I'm putting the, are you going to my sister's graduation? Or are you going to the UFO conference in Utah? Yeah. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> which one will be held against me longer? <laughs> <laughs> Your listeners or the graduation, <laughs> the entire family? I think you need to go to the graduation. <laughs> yeah. There will be another one. And you know what? Just um, get the online. There's online viewing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can just get that and then, you know, tune in. It'll be all weekend long. So I think it'll be worth it. You know, you could you could live stream. Yeah. And I'm see, I'm really excited about these videos that are yeah. going to be yeah. showcased. I know. I'm like, what? New, <laughs> new I know information. Videos. I know something you don't know. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> Like I, yeah, I just I really want to see those. That's gonna be so cool, and yeah, see, like I, if I didn't have to be somewhere else, I would definitely be there, and I would do the VIP, yeah, um, ticket so that I can go see these people and be like, hey, I'm that annoying guy that always tweets on you on Twitter <laughs> with the weird name. <laughs> Not one bit. I think people kind of like it sometimes too. <laughs> and they, well, like, they would just go, "You don't look like Mick West." <laughs> kidding, <laughs> kidding, Mick. Mick knows I love him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Of course, it'd be cool for you to be there and do the whole VIP and have the front row seating and all of that fun stuff. But mm -hmm. um, you know, online it's going to be just the same. So don't don't feel yeah. like FOMO if you can't make it. Just right. you know, try to get online. It's Memorial Weekend also, so it's yeah. kind of like, it'd be kind of cool to have that just going on your television and, you know, ha making food with your family. Really? And, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. You can always refer to it later. I mean, it's going to be released to the public then and there afterwards. So the media yeah. will be there. The debrief will be there. Micah Hanks from yep. the debrief is there. Um, I've heard other people. I can't say the names who, but there's potential for some big names. Sorry, guys. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that whoever is already on the lineup is already enough for me to say, okay, oh, yeah. I, I I think that I trust all of these these sources, and uh, you know, I yeah, I just yeah. Well, I have an idea on somebody who could show up. Oh yeah, giving, given their. I have to I have to hold my poker face. Hold on. Okay. Oh, yeah? Let's, all right. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? uh, given their location. In proximity to Vernal, Utah, and the fact that this person I don't think has met Avi Loeb yet, and if he has, he only met him for a short period of time at a previous conference. Oh, I think I know who you're trying, Brandon. Yeah, oh, you know, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. He is a busy guy. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Maybe he'll get on the helicopter and cruise over. Who knows? I don't know about that. But he did just know. buy that property in Hawaii. I heard. Yeah. Like That's close to the telescope. Acres? The telescope. Yeah. I think it's on Maui, though. Is it on that island? It's 
I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. But uh, on Hawaii, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That'll be nice. Would, yeah. I've been there a couple of times. I would just hang out there all the time. I'd be like, all right, I'm retired. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, no you wouldn't. No, you, you would be doing this. Yes. <laughs> you would be doing this. I'd be like, hey, guys, it's bottled water live from Hawaii. <laughs> I just got done fishing for the last nine hours. <laughs> nice. Kayaked out, spearfished. And oh, I, I don't kayak in the ocean. Yeah, it can be dangerous. No, oh, I've seen what's in the ocean. I don't kayak in the ocean. Okay. Roger that. <laughs> I've been out there. Yeah. Those eels and sharks. Yeah, big sharks. Seen big yeah. sharks. Caught big yeah. sharks. Ah. I've seen a thresher shark before for the first time. Oh, and I lived it I I lived on the water for a little while in California. Yeah. And those those uh guys they will not mess around. They have the long tails and they yeah. whip their prey. Yeah. And that's how they actually get them, which I found, yeah, fascinating. So. Yeah, their tails, like, is mm -hmm. it like two thirds of the length of their body or something like that? Yeah, it's something like that. But it was incredible to see in person. So, and flying fish, actually, on the way to Catalina, I have mm -hmm. seen flying fish on the boat to Catalina. <laughs> they're, they're, they're real. That's what happened. The Catalina thing, the earthquake, the yeah. non-earthquake earthquake that did Wait. or did not happen. When did the when when it when was did... uh, it was Easter weekend, wasn't it? Are you serious? Yeah, I did not hear about that. I follow USGS too, and I you know what I don't have them on this email that I have now, so I'm not checking that email. But tell me about that. So how big was it? Do you do you remember? Four point oh. Oh my gosh, that's like that's pretty good. Under underwater in Catalina. Yeah, they called it a non what they say, a non-geological seismic event or something like that. Nice. Wow. Non-geological seismic event. Five times fast, guys. Yeah, say it. Say it. <laughs> Not, um, no no tsunami warnings or anything like that. Um, nope. Because Nothing. we have we had them on the water. I lived, I lived on the bay side. So my backyard was like literally sand and like seals and boats. Yeah. So, but what would happen and while you're looking this up, this is really interesting because when there was a high tide and mm -hmm. a combination of high tide and the, well, there's the moon, but also a storm at the same time, there was a point where the water came up so high that it came out of our actual, um, you know, drainage. And yeah. I'm thinking, is my place going to flood here? <laughs> and uh, yeah, that peninsula is actually man-made from, I don't know how many years ago, but um, they build up berms. So when the South swell comes in and those waves come in, they have gone over into the streets into people's homes. Ooh. But yeah, the moon, the when we had a full moon and a storm at the same time, yeah. You're literally you you have that potential of living like in a flooded like living room. Like I got out of there. <laughs> yeah. It was wild. I, I came home one day and there was seaweed on the sidewalk where you would normally drive, like far from the water. <laughs> so no thank you. <laughs> like I'm good. <laughs> so but, this is it. Nice. Shaking detected near Catalina was not actually an earthquake. The US GS says. Oh gosh. Initially wow. reported to be a four four earthquake Friday morning. This is this is Friday 
before uh what you call it easter mm-hmm. uh 16 miles from the city of avalon on catalina island was not an earthquake they said it was like uh something like man-made or something else caused it really and yeah. do you think it's something from santa catalina or um San Clemente Island, I apologize, where they have all the military. Well, they detected the epicenter to be like just, I think it was just a couple miles off of Catalina or no, it was actually on Catalina. Okay. But it detected a non-earthquake event, which triggered their system. No public alerts were sent out. So I looked up like what they consider a non-earthquake event and it's like mining or uh blasting stuff Mm -hmm. like that you see in quarries or uh fracking can cause earthquakes Mm -hmm. but a 4.0 earthquake is 2,000 pounds of t or the equivalent of is it 1,000 or 2,000 pounds of tnt being detonated Oh. Which is the same as a nuclear bomb, like the one we dropped on wow. uh, Hiroshima. Uh, yeah. So, and man, having it be man-made, you wonder, okay, it clearly either had to be on Catalina or San Clemente. Mm-hmm. And it, people that aren't you know familiar, there's a Navy and air, army all of the above and like right next to catalina so my mind would go to them immediately or maybe they had a submarine you know like Mm -hmm. what what's what are they testing under the water you know where you found that google map where it's all erased on on google maps which is super questionable and you want to know what the heck it was they were trying to hide yeah um what were they testing because on catalina i mean unless they're building a hotel and they need to blow up the ground with some tnt you know what's the what would be that purpose? Yeah, they're not really, not really detonating stuff in uh, Catalina Island, right? But one of the one of the things that I learned a while back was that mining companies will actually time their detonations so that they don't all go off on the same time mm-hmm. or at the same time. Mm-hmm. And the reason, the specific reason for that is so that. The USGS and the the group that monitors nuclear blasts don't think that somebody detonated a nuclear weapon because oh, they're yeah. they're detonating thousands of pounds of uh, of TNT, but they're doing it in steps, so it's not one big explosion; it's multiple explosions, mm-hmm. and then the USGS knows, oh, that's this mining operation that's over here. Interesting. I mean, ah, mid sentence. Four point is isn't much for California. No, it's not. But it is a lot of energy, as I think every. I want to say it's every number on the Richter scale goes up by a factor of ten. Thanks, Chris. want to say that's what it is each one goes up by a factor of 10 from the previous (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> Damn aliens. Froze Steph again. I mean, let's see. Oh, oh no, it's just me. She'll be back. One of the things that can happen when you do a live show. There will be glitches. And she's back. I'm back. Hey. You're back. So, yeah, I just, I thought that whole story was weird because it was like updating like every couple of hours and they went, oh, it was an earthquake. It wasn't an earthquake. It was a non-geologic event. And then they're like, no, it was nothing. Yeah. I think at one point they said it was a glitch in their system that falsely recorded it but an article said that people felt shaking on cal like on the coast and i was like hmm. uh it sounds like they're full of shit something happened <laughs> right right well and, and that's what they do too because they have they can't alarm the public and be the alarmists of uh yeah, yeah we're, we're testing out some nukes you just, everything's fine yeah no uh, <laughs> i guess that's that's what you have to do when you're dealing with the masses mm -hmm. and you know, it's the coast. They have to protect the coast. I mean, yeah. should something bad occur? You know, I know that a lot of like the port right there, um, we have all the ships that were sitting out there like a graveyard and they still oh, yeah. are, but that could be an actual, that could be a potential threat. Also a ship comes over and decides to attack the coast. Yeah. I mean, those those guys need to be checked out, too. <laughs> like, what's coming over? And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, we, we have to protect the coast. So, But they're definitely up to something. Yeah. And, you know, that always just seems like the perfect place where you can test something. And people really aren't paying attention to the sky or mm -hmm. what's underwater as much as they're just yeah. being... I don't know, Instagram, Insta famous or TikTok famous and shooting their videos. Well, and they're not thinking about Pendleton and Coronado. Yeah. And San Clemente Island. There's a lot of wild stuff going on, folks. You know, like have fun on TikTok and Instagram and all of that fun stuff. But there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things going on behind the scenes. And, mm -hmm. you know, you should be um, you should have some level of concern in the back of your mind. You know, live your life and obviously like enjoy your life and don't live in fear. Yeah. But they're doing these for some sort of reason, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't want to go into it too far. But, you know, what's going on? in Russia and all of that. I mean, yeah. is that in preparation for, you know, something similar to that happening to us? And yeah, I mean, there's, it's all probable. You, you can, anything can happen. Yeah. So we have to be prepared. So. Absolutely right. And mm -hmm. part of that is trying to figure out what the hell these things are. Yeah. And yeah. Like, Yep. We, well, we need to know how to address them. I mm. think that's the main thing is civilians being approached by them. How do they respond to who, yeah. what authority do they call? And, you know, I did recall the person who created an app. His name is Christian Thompson with a K Christian Thompson created an app to basically report a UAP. 
So yeah. it's it's very similar to say uh, reporting uh, something to the authorities on a non actual nine one one site, mm -hmm. and it will pop up. And if other people report it, then you'll see a little you know ping in that area. Yeah. So that would be a good start because we can't inundate, you know, every March Air Force Base or every right. Air Force Base and police with, hey, I saw UAP. What is the actual number that yeah. people are going to refer to in an event of an emergency? Mm -hmm. I would say that's an emergency. <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of like how uh, Waze, the Waze app yeah. has, uh, this is where... Why is this focusing on me? I don't know. I see. That's weird. Yeah, you're all blurry. I am. My stupid camera decided to focus on my microphone and not me. Maybe a there. There you are. <laughs> just, just out of view. Weird, but, but ways, yeah. Yeah, it's how you can report. There's a cop at this junction, or there's a cop under this overpass. Mm -hmm. Hey, there was a UFO on, you know, out in the middle of this field on, you know, Avenue K and Highway yeah. 2, whatever. Exactly. And then other people might go, yeah, I saw that. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. And they might have had a different vantage point where they captured something different mm -hmm. because people view them in their own perception and how they see it. Now, I don't know if you listened to my account with my sister and my mom, but my mom and I both described a uh, black triangle craft. You know, in mm -hmm. the bottom of it looked like a ship. My sister yeah. recalls it as being round. And that's the perfect example to say, hey, look, three, five, five people saw it, but, you know, three people saw it as triangle. Two people saw it as tic-tac, whatever. But ER, are they changing shapes or yeah. is this something that is completely in our minds that we think we're, we're seeing? I don't know. But yeah, I mean, you need to collect the data. And that's that's exactly what would need to be done in this event when this is a really like drawn out for the public on a yeah. government site because it needs to go on a USGS site, something similar to that to say, this is the protocol. These are the shapes. And I know you said in the um, one of those pages that had been put out, the, the, the shapes had been blacked Redacted. out, which is completely yeah. ridiculous but yeah i mean there's going to be different shapes so maybe there's a total checklist you know when you go to the doctor was it this color did you hear light did you yeah. was there a, a frosted lights whatever you need to go down this checklist and say exactly what you saw so you're not just a frantic person calling going oh my gosh i just saw something i don't yeah. know what it was was it a satellite was it a weather balloon you know was it a cloud were you are you taking any substances that might alter your thinking? Yeah. You know, there, there needs to be that level of seriousness to it where there is a checklist where, you know, the, the call centers aren't inundated, but they can, you know, identify what they're dealing with. And if they do need to send out somebody in the air to address the situation, because it's a, that's an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> it's an emergency. So and I also think, <clears throat> so I, I also think we got to look at the historical aspect of it. There's <clears throat> Jesus. There's a lot of stories from a long time ago, and not to be all ancient alieny. No, it's okay. But if you look at some of the stories in the Bible and like the fiery 
chariot coming down and the spinning wheel with eyes and the depictions of angels and mm -hmm. what they're depicted as is incredibly terrifying. And the way I think it's the, the Hindu scripture where there was the war for the city by the two gods and their, their crafts are shooting beams at each other and the sky is blowing up for like days and you're like, God, that sounds a lot like UFOs shooting lasers at each other. Sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and that's kind of what it does sound like. So is the, are those what they were trying to depict in their, you know, petroglyphs? Right. Possibly. Possibly. It, it also makes me think that maybe being alive like four or 5,000 years ago when this happened could have been pretty lit. <laughs> like you, you probably could have seen some weird shit all the time. Yeah. And they were probably, you know, taking some natural stuff too, you know. Oh yeah. Where, Everybody was on ayahuasca. Yeah. Ayahuasca. Definitely like herb. Like uh, I don't do anything by the way to like alter anything. Um, I do like a glass of vino from time to time, but, but yeah, I mean, opioids and things like that, that mm -hmm. they were probably ingesting when um, these things were happening. I can only imagine the level of, you know, how their brains were like <laughs> melting as we talk about these things, like sober, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, who, who knows what, what they endured? How do you explain all of the petroglyphs that were drawn and the things that, yep depict you know a spacecraft and people with like the enlarged heads and the big eyes and certain mm -hmm. shapes that they focused on and you know yeah i mean we didn't get to see all that stuff or maybe we haven't been able to you know collect the data enough yet you know it's, yeah we're definitely being visited there's no doubt about that well also like imagine if you took a Apache heli attack helicopter through it 400 years into the past, how would somebody who has no idea of what a helicopter is or the combustion engine and then say, explain what you just saw? Mm -hmm. The whirling, the, the engines making all that noise, it flying through the air. It's like a weird, angry dragon or something like that's how I think a lot of these myths came about is because people are trying to describe something they have no basis in their reality for. Right. <clears throat> I mean, the most technological thing was a carriage mm -hmm. and some places had running water 500 years ago and 600 years ago. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, Oh, well, you know, they couldn't have possibly seen a UFO. Like, yeah, we can't explain UFOs. And right. we've landed on the moon. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Are we any better off? Right. No, I mean, and this is a perfect example, too. I mean, I was just in uh, Fullerton, California with my mom, and she was going, you know, there were horse and carriages just going down the street just over a century, about a century ago. And yeah. I, wrap your mind around that. Mm-hmm. That was our transportation and yeah. like, 
uh, we're trying to figure out what a UFO is. And we, we have Teslas now we have, you know, rockets. And like you said, Lanta on the moon and all of that. Like, imagine what's going through that person's mind that hasn't seen a camera or computer, any electronic in their life. Mm -hmm. And you have this spacecraft visiting you, you know, you are going to build certain buildings to either yeah. draw them near you or further away. They may look at them as uh, gods, you know, and, or it could have been something like, Hey, this is danger. I'm going to create this whole entire building to detour you from our land. Yeah. So yeah, you, we don't know really what was going on in their, their minds, but mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's such like an interesting thing to even like chew on in your mind to think about like, what would you think? Like, what what would you think if you if you're hanging out there, you're like chiseling something away, you're making a knife, and something you know decides oh, to like eyes. beam down? Like, what would you do? <laughs> you, well, you, you had your family. Know what to do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you think if you really think about it, right now there's a group of people in a room who work for NASA that are remotely controlling a basically car because it's as big as an SUV on Mars <laughs> while looking through the cameras and doing experiments with it. And a hundred years ago, we didn't have cell phones. Well, and can't they 50 see years ago? Can't, we didn't have cell phones. That's like mind blowing. Can't they see um, from and hear a conversation from their, you know, mm -hmm. how come I can't? Right. Yeah. So, like, what the heck? Like, I mean, it, it's kind of like me and me and Brad were talking about. Uh, I was talking about how crazy it is that me and him are having a conversation, and he's in the UK, and I'm in Kansas, mm -hmm. and we're having this clear back and forth conversation. And one of the things that has kind of like always racked my mind about this, especially with uh, live streaming, is when you watch the news and they have somebody who's in a different location and it's like CNN or Fox News. It's like a multi-billion dollar corporation. There's like a 10 or 15 second delay always with the person who's in another studio. And I'm like, I have a program that I pay like $10 a month <laughs> to have clear conversations with people and you're a giant news corporation. I, I mean, you that, can't do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, is that for the reason of say, you know, kind of editing and things like that? If, if it were live and you know, the F bomb would were laid out. Well, all live broadcasts have like a five to 10 second delay. Okay. Just for that reason. So, I mean, this is the way, guys. This is your news. This is your this is your nightly news with bottled water and UAP experiencers. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Well, we'll Welcome. Welcome to the rabbit hole. <laughs> we'll definitely last longer than CNN Plus. I mean, they can't stop. They really cannot turn your show off, technically. Not really. As no. as long as you're not doing something that's like say illegal. Right. You know, I mean, what you're doing is research and journalism. Mm -hmm. That's not illegal. It's nope. Totally not okay yet. to do. Yeah. 
but what we're yeah, doing is fine. <laughs> I forgot who I was talking to, but I was talking about uh, censorship in the media and what stories they choose to uh, play and don't choose to play or tell. And I think it was the Washington Post who was going after the bearded butchers for being on Tucker Carlson talking about cattle mutilations in UFOs. Oh, really? They wrote a whole article about it. And I look at the, I, I was looking at the responses, the comments, and it was like, those comments were like this whole, it was a bunch of people just trashing the whole UFO subject. And I was like, this one article by the Washington Post, because they hate Tucker Carlson, is going to set us back and put that stigma right back on it. Yeah. Because unfortunately, yes, Fox News is probably the loudest voice that is, you know, Lou Elizondo's on there, Jeremy Corbin Bell's on there. All these people go on there and they talk to Tucker. And I really don't care about all that other stuff. The fact that they're out there and talking and people are seeing it, Mm -hmm. wonderful. But when other journalists start to attack that, there's people who will immediately leech onto that and just go, yeah, all those UFO people are a bunch of MAGA crazies. Yeah, where's my foil hat? Yeah. (laughs) Clearly that's not the case, guys. That's just ignorance, to be honest. It's, uh, It's ignorance. It's slowing the momentum. You know, sorry that this is probably going to take over whatever your story is, but um, this is real news. So sorry, guys. We're here. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. We are not going anywhere. And it is it is cool that, you know, he's opening up the platform to, you know, Jeremy and George and uh, Lou and uh, they they've been on the news more often as of late um, that I can recall which does say it says that something is about to happen. I think that yeah. there's going to be just more coming out, especially the 1500 doc- page documents from the Pentagon. Uh, there's there's, this is leading to something. Mm-hmm. It's definitely leading to something. Um, yeah. You should tune into Kennedy too. She, she's another one that's similar to Tucker. I mean, she's, she's, she's pretty out there and awesome and covers yeah. the bases and, and she's very open. So, I mean, that's, those are the kind of broadcasters that we need to have also as, you know, someone that's going to cover this event um, because yeah, I mean, this, this is going to be the biggest piece of news history that anyone will ever receive in their, oh, in yeah. their lifetime. Yeah, I agree. Um I got to go take a picture for my wife real quick. So okay. everybody can <laughs> look at Steph for him. All right. Hi, guys. Who's on the chat? Let's see who's on the chat. Oh, gosh. Pinzer, what's up? Don't worry. I'll, I'll mod myself here. <laughs> That's cool. Um. <laughs> what's up, Mike? How are you? Thanks for tuning in. This is awesome. Um, Glad that you're here moderating, making sure that there's no trolls. I, I secretly want to catch a troll so that I can like, like answer them back. I'll be like, oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> Honestly, uh, but no, no room for bullying, no room for trolls. None of that, none of that stuff. Not welcome here. If you are a troll, show yourself and you're, you're going to get booted. We don't, we don't accept that because we're all trying to do the same thing here. 
we are all we're all here for the same reason so yeah what's I'm up back, everyone <laughs> all is all is good in the family forefront yes right on. my wife was like can you send me a picture of the uh the calendar <laughs> i was like uh yeah husband duties i get it yep yep I, my, my other half came home right at seven when we were starting and I'm like, oh gosh, I just made him some pasta. Like the dog's going to bark as soon as he gets in. (laughs) I'm like, okay, you were having some like difficulties with the the Wi-Fi. I'm like, perfect. Let me just wrap this up really quick. I'm like, I got, I have to log on and do my UFO talk. Yeah. The internet was killing me. Um, Yeah. So, you know, when you, when you do like, when I do this podcast. Yeah. Throughout the week leading up to the podcast, I'm always like, all right, I got to have this done. I got to have that done. You know, I got all these things. I think she froze again. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's okay. She'll be back. Oh. oh, crack the back. Can we see if we can get it to not focus on? That's weird. So who's still here? Penzer's here. Hoy. There you are. There we are. Cool. Sorry, aliens are back. They're back. They're messing with the broadcast. <laughs> so. Do you want to log on to Twitter? Twitter Live really quick? Um, yeah, just, I want, I don't know if my phone's going to cause a, a thing. What's it called? A reverb. It shouldn't, should it? I don't know. I think we should test it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because your audio is coming through my ears. So you're frozen. Darn it. I am. You are there. Now you're not. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) Is, is Twitter the, the, the naughty word <laughs> twitter's the naughty word maybe they all hate elon musk maybe yeah maybe see said elon musk and she froze <laughs> all right no but if um, you want i mean yeah we could definitely we'd probably have to end the broadcast and then go on to do a live space and if anybody wants to join in We'll be live and literally said Twitter live space and she froze. So all okay. right. I see you. I see you. Uh, okay. So I think I think we should do that. We should okay. we'll end the broadcast. And so I'll close this out and then we'll start the live space. All right. Sounds good. All right. Great to see Thanks you. Thanks for coming back on, Steph. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'll see you on Twitter. All right. Bye guys. And that is the end of, this is the 13th episode. I incorrectly said it last time that the 12th was the 13th. Is that through your Twitter tone? Yeah, one of ours. We'll post a a linky thing to it, whatever they do. But thanks for joining. I'm going to let you guys know later on in the week uh, whether or not I'm having a show this weekend or next weekend. I don't know which weekend I'm going to be gone yet. So when I know that information, I will let everybody know. Once again, thank you for listening. If you're on Spotify, 
thank you for the two of you that are listening on Spotify. Um, if you're on Rumble, hit the little Rumble thing. I don't know. Give me a Rumble, I think it's called. Uh, like, share, subscribe on the YouTubes. And I will see everybody very shortly-ish, maybe, possibly. I don't know. Soon. <laughs>